At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. I just read a, a, I don't even know if it's a conspiracy theory. It's a, it's a theory that would be one of the funnier things uh, that could happen in college sports. Okay. Uh, I don't know how many of you are familiar with what goes on in the CAA, formerly known as the Colonial Athletic Association. Yes. When, uh, when a team publicly announces they're leaving the CAA, mm-hmm. they still get to play their regular season schedule, but they become almost immediately, as soon as they announce they're leaving, ineligible for postseason. And, and like, they can't play in a conference championship. They can't take an auto bid, any of that kind of stuff. Okay. And they lose their voting rights. Weird. So, like, you can't vote on CAA matters because you're, you're leaving. You, yeah, exactly. Okay, that's fair. I don't know. There's there's some, some uh, litigation going on between Oregon State, Washington State, and the Pac-12, yeah. which many believe are they're looking to, to get those same things applied to the Pac-12 which would mean everybody that's announced they're leaving would lose the ability to play in the Pac-12 championship and would lose their voting <laughs> rights. Interesting. Which would mean that Oregon State and Washington State would be able to just unilaterally decide that they are going to play in the Pac-12 championship and they could play for the final Pac-12 championship that's without funny. any competition. That's funny. Hilarious. I hope that happens. When you think of like USC trying to make like a college football playoff. Yeah not getting a Pac-12 championship because Oregon State and Washington State, who both might be like five and seven, are just, even though Oregon State's very, like their top 20 team in the country, yeah, uh, they might get there anyway. But just imagine if their season goes off the rails, bunch of injuries, and they're they're both five and seven, and they're just like, we decide we're the champions because you are all leaving. It would just be, it would just be funny. And I again, I don't know how plausible it is, but I if I were Oregon State, Washington State, I'd have my lawyers poke around. See if there's a similar language to the CAA. Why not? All right, now that we're done with that, that I mean, that's a Friday conversation right there. That's about as wild as it would get. Uh, how much rides on the Notre Dame game this weekend for NC State? Hmm, great question. Is week two already one of those those pivot point, giant sliding door moments for NC State? And I'll tell you why I ask. Um, so shout out to David Hale, ESPN College Football Reporter. University of Delaware grad, as am I. So, hey, there we there we go. Uh, he's interviewing, and as long, along with Andrea Adelson, uh, interviewing Brennan Armstrong. And the video's online, and I'm like, hey, my guy, Delaware guy, Brennan Armstrong, I'm going to watch this, this interview. And it's like seven minutes long. So I click play, settle in to watch. And right out the gate, it's like 30 seconds in, the second question, Brennan Armstrong just casually throws out during this interview, that it seems like state season will go one of two ways based on this weekend's game against Notre Dame. And the casualness of a statement like that caught me. I'm like, wow, that's a it's a pretty big thing to say, right? Just, yeah, our season's going to go one of two ways based on the outcome this weekend, in week two. I don't think he realized how high that is raising the stakes of this game. To imply... That losing, potentially, to a top 10 team in the country 
in week two would have a major impact on the rest of your season is a big statement because it pretty much only affects your goals if if you think your goals are to win a national championship. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. To me, if you win the game, it can put you on a different trajectory. If you win a game, it, it keeps you alive for pretty much everything. But if you lose, there's still a hundred different paths your season can go. You can still win the ACC if you lose this weekend. You can still make a big-time bowl, a, a, a New Year's Six Bowl. You, you can still make, uh, I mean, a ton of waves in the postseason if you lose this weekend. You can, and by the way, the others, you could also finish dead last in the ACC still. There's a hundred different ways that could go if you lose. If you win, you open up maybe a top tier, you know, in college football playoff suddenly, but you have a top 10 win. Well, just also on the flip side of that, even if you do win this game of your NC State, that doesn't guarantee the rest of your season is going to be great. It, it, very true. It's It, it opens up maybe a, a slightly higher ceiling. Sure, absolutely. So th- like this, uh, this game, if you lose it, eliminates very, very little. It eliminates being maybe a top two team in the country by the end of the year. If this is the only game you lose, you could you could work your way up into a whole bunch of interesting conversations. But but I just thought it was it was fascinating how he just threw out, you know, the way this team is seeing this game, the way he as a captain is seeing this game is your season's gonna go right, you're there at a fork in the road. And this Notre Dame game will help decide which which side of the fork in the road they take. That's putting like, that's not hey this game is about this game go one and zero focus on what's important now what's right in front of you that's taking this game and turning it into something bigger, which is actually against what most people do, right? Because most of the time you know hey you don't want to make it anything more than it is right you have. 12 games on the schedule and you're going to you're going to play them all and and this game is about focusing on Notre Dame. Now this is him saying the rest of our season in some ways rides on this game. And no oh, by the way it's not an easy task, right? Yeah, you you would love to be uh, like Duke and have your hey our entire season rides on beating Lafayette. They struggled with Sacred Heart last week. That would be one thing. Hey, our entire season run, rides on this Notre Dame game. They're number 10 in the country and they have the ACC leader in touchdown passes as their quarterback. Speaking of, Dave Doran talking about Sam Hartman's game and how the old quarterback they know from Wake Forest, Sam Hartman, translates to the new quarterback they're going to be introduced to, the Sam Hartman in Notre Dame. Third downs when he's dropping back, that translates two-minute drill. They did a great job in the last game, marching them down the field in a a no-huddle offense. So you see his comfort level in those scenarios, which, you know, in that offense he was in before, he was spread out a lot and he was throwing the football a lot. So... That's where you see that's the guy we defended all the time. You know, when he's under center handing off counter and things like that, it's different, you know. But you can see the, the game management stuff that he has and, and just how poised he is. Uh, and then when he scrambles, you can see his ability to continue moving the chains that way. The offense is different. That's a big part of why Sam Hartman is there, by the way. He wanted to go play in a pro-style offense to show the pro-talent evaluators that he can uh, thrive and succeed in that style of offense. So it's going to be different, but from a from a mental standpoint, like if you're Tony Gibson and that defense, you're the defensive coordinator, Tony Gibson, and that state defense, you know you can make Sam Hartman look worse against you than he does against other teams because you've done it. 
when he comes to Carter Finley, he he has not been as efficient, as productive, as as high powered as he's been elsewhere in the past. So at the same time, you can say, hey, you look great against Navy. Hey, you looked wonderful against Tennessee State. Hey, all these things are true. But we're going to try to make you look worse than you look against other teams, just like we have in the past. And that's about you. That's not about the offense you're playing. in. It's not like you were in a bad offense at Wake Forest. Just maybe have a few, you know, more four and five star recruits around you at Notre Dame. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. But do you know what we should worry about? What's that? Not necessarily just football at four, but what's before football? Tailgating. Tailgates. Look at that. Yeah. Pick, that's the mind meld I'm talking about, yes. Dennis. Tailgates. Yes. Cat uh, Campbell, WRAL meteorologist. We did the, the reaching out so we, then, so we could disseminate the information to all of you. Just about every North Carolina football team is playing somewhere in North Carolina this weekend. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. But it also means you're going to be tailgating in North Carolina. And we, when we have access to a meteorologist, we should pass that along to you. So, uh, yes. Dennis, I know you talked to Cat. What, what's her... I- Advice. I did. I did talk to Kat. She was going to join us live, but because there's a severe weather storm that's kind of moving through Fayetteville for the folks listening down there, so be cautious. That's kind of Uh, like, yeah, because there's people at the pool, the lifeguard is on duty. Exactly. So I know a lot of people that are going to be tailgating either at NC State or maybe UNC, even Duke. Maybe you're heading Mm -hmm. out to Greenville, East Carolina. So if you're going to the NC State game, tailgating, you're good. Weather's going to be fine. So I like that. That's going to be good. But Kat did say bring rain gear with you because at some point after kickoff, they do expect rain, which leads into the later kickoffs in the afternoon. So if you're going to be out in Greenville, that weather system is going to move obviously east. Chapel Hill, if you're maybe planning to start tailgating in the early afternoon, maybe two, three o'clock for a 515 kickoff. Uh, Or maybe you're at Wallace Wade kicking off because that big matchup against Lafayette got to back up your big win against Clemson from earlier this True. week. You might uh, you might find yourselves in some bad weather with some rain coming through. But if you are going to the NC State game, tailgate weather, looking good. But bring rain gear. That is specifically from Cat Campbell. Bring rain gear. From me, it's actually, and, and you may look a little ridiculous, but it's good poncho weather. Yeah. Because it's it's not necessarily going to be cold. No. So so you don't need like a rain jacket, but you want to stay dry. Mm-hmm. That's where you get out that that gigantic plastic bag looking poncho and and make it happen, Captain. Mm-hmm. Uh so there you go. That's a little uh little before football tailgate action. Uh some of the football action, however, yes. takes on a different tinge for the North Carolina Tar Heels. Season after Tez's ineligibility. It's not necessarily life after Tez Walker. That sounds much more dramatic. Season after Tez Walker's eligibility drama starts this weekend at home versus app for the for the Tar Heels. And I'm like, this is a test of one of the things that sports tests. Okay, this is a very big test for one of the things that sports test, mm-hmm. which is your ability to compartmentalize. Yes. 
because, and I kind of respect it, but it's different than how most teams would have tackled this. Nobody in Carolina, nobody on the program, no one on the coaching staff, no one in the uh, on the roster, no one is acting as if they are anything but heartbroken and disappointed for Tez. After their week one win, Drake May wore a backwards Tez Walker jersey with Walker across his collarbones to talk to the media, right? Like a, hey, I'm, I'm raising awareness for my buddy. During their week one win, the cameras found Tez Walker on the sideline more than any player on Carolina, I'd say, outside of Drake May. He Like every play, boom, where, what's Tez Walker doing? Every play, boom, what's Tez Walker doing? Mac Brown and Bubba Cunningham did not downplay the heartache and the disappointment with their reaction to the news. They did not do the coaches, the athletic director thing where you say, oh, it's unfortunate, but we're just going to control what we're going to control and we're going to what we can control and we're moving forward with our heads down. and we're No, they said, we are upset. We are angry. We've never been more upset. Shame on you, NCAA. We now have to wrap our arms around Tez Walker. They didn't do the thing that most coaches do. But now they have to find a way to move forward mm-hmm. and in either – for lack of a better phrase, put it in the background or turn it into anger and fight and determination. Right? You, you, the, the, one of the unfortunate things is they would be a better football team with Tez Walker. 100%. They can't worry about that now. You can't. You can't think about it. You can't say, oh man, it would have been nice to have Tez on this third down. It, you can't have it. Mac Brown said that last week, Drake May had a good game considering he threw to a whole bunch of different receivers in practice because Tez Walker was still running with the ones. He was still a starter in practice, as was Nate McCollum, who ended up getting hurt. But but he was like throwing to different guys in, in practice than he threw to in the game. That's not an excuse anymore, even though it kind of is an excuse. It's it's a really interesting situation. It because. Like, the reason why I don't want to call it life after Tez is because he's still healthy, right? He's still on the sideline. He's still running around. I don't know if you can do, like, the this season is for Tez like you would do if somebody was seriously injured or if somebody, you know, suffered some kind of tragedy, right? You're not going to run out of the tunnel with a, with a Tez Walker jersey, uh, you know, go lay it down on the bench for everybody to touch before the game when, like, Tez Walker is right there and you could just go talk to him. It's It's – I don't – they're going to have to move forward without it being a distraction, without it being an, a built-in excuse, without it being something that takes away from their mental focus, while also still being mad, rightfully so, right? Still being uh, prepared to talk about it in a in a well-thought-out manner when asked, while still advocating for their friend and teammate and 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 player, as if you're a coach, like it's it's – it's a very interesting situation. And then on top of that, you're playing App State. Now, I'm not saying they're, you know, Chase Bryce is, I believe, on a on a CFL team, a Canadian football league team. But you know what App State can do. What was the final score last year? 900 to 899? About give that. or take. About give or that. take. Roughly. Felt like that. Right? You, you. This is a team that is not one – that you can, you know, welcome to town and say, all right, we're, you know, we're all distracted by this Tez stuff. Thank goodness we're playing app. It's not that. 
It's not that at all. They have a, a running game with uh, two offensive linemen on the what, – what is it? The uh, Outland Trophy. It's one of the in the offensive line yeah. watch lists. Uh, they have a running back that's on the uh, Doak Walker watch list. Like they, they have a team that can do some things if you show up with your mind on anything other than stopping them. Right? Drake May, I, I love that you wore the jersey. I love that you wanted to talk Tez. I love that you put all the pressure you could on the NCAA to make the right decision. They made the wrong decision. The NCAA botched it. Life's unfair. Yeah, 100%. Life's tough. Get a helmet. Cold world. Get a blanket. Right? Like, that's how cold and callous you almost have to be. Tez Walker might be your best friend. Mm-hmm. He may have just had his dreams for this year ripped out of his hands by the inept and inadequate NCAA. You have to go win a football game on Saturday. Yeah. And if I'm a coach in this situation, I I, I kind of do something similar. When I was coaching, I would do something similar to this when we would have, like say, like a big win. Mm-hmm. Is that before practice today, have the team meetings and all that stuff, all right, guys, let's vent. 20 minutes, whatever it takes, 15, 20 minutes. Let's just let it all out. Yell, scream, be angry, cuss. I don't care. 15, 20 minutes. We let don't it all out. Don't punch a locker, right? Yeah, don't, yeah, don't punch <laughs> don't a punch locker. A, no physical, but hey, whatever you got to say, but, it, it, but, this is the purge right now. But exactly. Let it all out because otherwise it's going to be, you're going to talk about it during practice. The anger is going to show during practice, mm. whatever. It's going to distract you. You let it all out now. Like, okay, we let it all out. What's happened has happened. You can't control what happened. We have to move forward. And and coaches coaches go forward. Coaches all do that kind of stuff. I've I've been a part of uh, uh, burying film. We we burned film one time. Like there was we didn't, oh, didn't yeah. actually burn it. It was like a CD case that they told us had a DVD in it, but it very obviously did not have. It was just a piece of paper. That, yeah. But like you you do those sort of things to kind of try to move on. But this is why this is different, right? Mm-hmm. If a ref makes a bad call. Vent, go nuts. If you have a, a big win or a, a bad loss, flush it, move on. I don't know if you want to do that for this Tez Walker. No. Like you want to keep it, you want to keep him involved. You want to, uh, you know, win for him, but also don't make it that dramatic. Like it's not something they're going to completely flush and put behind them. It's just a matter of for three hours on Saturday, can you compartmentalize it and not make it as important as it is so you can focus on getting the job done against App State? You always hear that next man up mentality. Okay. Yeah. Next man up. Yeah. We wish Tez could play. Paysor, you're a number one wide receiver yeah. on a top 20 team in the country. Good luck. Get open. Make the catch. Drake's going to put it on you. Big time life lesson. Like you said, it ain't fair. And and he's not going to, uh, you know, throw it softer to you than he would have to Tez. Paysor knows that. He's a, good, he's a good player. He's just the name that's next up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.